I just want you to know, like a year ago today, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, which was a momentous occasion after uh, the day after my birthday. Um, and I don't feel like that is just coincidence. I feel it's some sort of cosmic fate mm-hmm. because if there are things that are close to my heart, it's Kingdom Hearts and My Chemical Romance. And My Chemical Romance announced a full reunion tour for me. <laughs> specifically on the Lee day gonna like the east coast part of this <laughs> we know she'll love this on the day after her birthday um which i appreciate guys um u.s tour and it's their first one in nine years i wore my my chemical romance shirt today jared it's red and <laughs> I, it's I didn't even from, realize that yeah and it says like it says so long and good night and it had the dates like 2001 to 2013 and i'm like i guess i need a new shirt <laughs> <laughs> so, so in your future you're going to be spending about 45 dollars on a, on a my chemical romance t-shirt at, at a show. multiple different venues if they will actually each say a different different um state uh, again obviously what we're in audio podcast and we don't have any video but i'm fully expecting just like just the very thick eyeliner for like the next year mm, no really? no i'm over i'm over that honestly okay. but i will bust out <laughs> i do have um hot topic in 2007 a wondrous land um, <laughs> had had a had a collaboration with uh, I think it's Trip. I'm not sure if it was Trip, but you know they're the ones that made those pants and stuff. Those crazy like Trip pants, the ones that are like super goth like thing. Okay, it, like a goth fashion. I okay, sure. I didn't have the pants. You might be too young for that. <laughs> I, I just ne- I never went through like the goth or like emo side of yeah. things. Truthfully. So, like, you have, like, a far stronger relationship I do. with MCR as opposed to me. I where really, I'm just like, I like I like the singles, you know? I was so flattered, by the way, that people reached out to me, like, as <laughs> if this was my thing. And they were like, just so you know. And I'm like, oh, just so I know. As if I wasn't watching the announcement, like, the second it comes out. But I was so thankful people thought of me and still associated with me. Anyway, I have this jacket from 2007 that is um, almost a direct replica of Gerard Way's uh, Black Parade jacket, the the white Ooh. and black um, yeah, yeah. with the lapels and everything. I mean, who knows if I fit in it, but um, you know, we, we're going to see about that. Maybe by September, that'll be happening. I um, saw their uh, performance at LA in December through people's Instagram feeds. <laughs> I followed a bunch of these like random strangers and watched the full stories. Shout out to at Diet Shampoo. Uh, That's yeah. a good name. That's a good tag. Yeah, because apparently she streamed the entire thing on Instagram and she was a, a hero amongst the mm. MC Army slash Killjoys fandom. Everybody MC was like, Army. oh, that's like old school. That's a new one to me. Yeah, Killjoys is more like modern, but like MC Army was what they first had. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I don't care if you laugh. It's my thing, dude. Like, <laughs> so into it. I, You know, 10 years of being an adult now. My birthday was yesterday, and it occurred to me that there's not a lot of things. This doesn't mean to sound depressing, but there's not a lot of things in this life that make me as excited as a My Chemical Romance no, no, reunion I, tour you does. You know, I don't really think that's, like, depressing. I think that's just because you place them on such a high pedestal. Oh, I do. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I do. Ew, man, like, ah, oh. you know, I recognize. Wait, are you buying VIP tickets? Is that a thing? Do you know uh, if that's a is th- it? I don't know. I don't think that's a thing. Okay, I, I oh, God. Tra- I'm Did assuming it's a thing. Did you see the wild? I was like, yeah, I don't I, like the idea that like y- you just looked like a Russian sleeper agent. Like you just heard like your code word <laughs> and you just like snapped into reality. That was bizarre. <laughs> what is re- because I was like thinking about it. I was like, I think I know everything. I like corrected someone. They were like, tickets go on sale on tomorrow, and I was like, uh, Friday. No. Like, uh, <laughs> so you're like an MCR elitist is No, 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 not at all. I really genuine I just want people to know the facts and unfortunately I have no life so like <laughs> but I can argue that it is part of my job, you know, yeah. to to know this stuff but maybe not to the extent that I know it. But the thing about my chemical romance is is that they were a band coming up in the the 2000s. They started in 2003 that like Nowadays, you know, when I used to follow them back then, I had watched all of the videos of their performances and I'd watched all these interviews and and it was easy to do that at the time because I just feel like not everything was as recorded. There wasn't as many phones. So like I really did feel like I was on top of everything when it came to information because Mm -hmm. there was only there was like, you get what I'm saying? There was like a a cap. There was a limit to things that you could know. Nowadays, I mean... There's still pictures being shown around. I'm like, I've never seen that before ever. And back in the day, and I mean, obviously, when you're a teenager, you have a lot more free yeah, time, too. Right. But I had seen, like, every picture. I knew, like, every promo thing they did. I knew everything. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, there's no way I can know everything that <laughs> yeah, goes on in these shows. Like, I just can't, you know? No, I used to be like that with uh, Three Days Grace. Mm-hmm. That was always, because they were, like, my jam for a long time. With the, like, back the in original school. lead singer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually went to one of Adam's last show, uh, one of his last shows uh, back in 2013, 2014, because I was still in high school. They were together that long. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, they were the... together for, for almost 15 years. I mean, I, I know they're still together now, but like with the original. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, I think Adam left. It was like anywhere from like 2012 to like 2014. It was around that era. And then they formed as a band. Originally named Groundwell, if memory serves, in like 97, 98. See, and then you know that nice little like, why do I know this? Uh, Like, what else could I have known instead? (laughs) That was my dream. So initially, when I first started playing, uh, basically when I first got into music, I wanted to be like the bass player for Three Days Grace. That's so That was a dream for me. What's his name? Oh, the bass player? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's, it's been so long. Oh, I'm going to look him I'm up I'm sorry. Now. Yeah, you're going to tell me the name. You know I'm what's just gonna crazy know is I might have interviewed him at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Walsh. Brad Walsh. Yeah, yeah, it's because he is the brother of the current lead singer who used to be in My Darkest Days. Matt Walsh. Yes. yes. Okay, so I okay, so I did interview. Okay, I didn't interview Brad. I interviewed Matt. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so you interviewed Matt when he was in My Darkest Days or Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace. Okay. So when he took over. So I mean, this was like back in my time with the '93 Five. That's when I interviewed them, and 
So anyway, continue. Yeah, no, I was just a complete fanatic for this band. Yeah. So it's like th- that's what you're going through right now would be if Three Days Grace announced tomorrow they were like, yeah, by the way, we're coming back with Adam for a full U.S. tour. <laughs> I would flip. That would yeah. be amazing. I yeah I. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, I flip is a good word. <laughs> I really sat there and considered, and I think honestly because my parents know how deep this obsession runs that they considered getting me tickets uh, initially when it was announced for um, all these other dates like New Zealand, Australia, and stuff. And I think my mom, honestly, she'll never admit to this, but I think she was contemplating. She's like, can I do this? Can I? Should I get her tickets? And I was like, no, 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 no. I know they're going to. I mean, they're from Jersey. They got to to our east coast yeah right honestly from the way it sounds to me with them playing that small venue show in the beginning with la just that first show back i don't think they knew the magnitude of like how well they would sell because that show sold in less than 24 hours and like it was a small i mean i it didn't fit a lot of people at all and i think that once they realized that they were like oh i guess we can do festivals and i guess we can do they're doing stadiums they they're doing three state or uh, stadium dates now in england because each one sold out that's crazy that is awesome it's a stadium yeah. like you know so i'm proud of them <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing. Have they said that they're writing any new music or are they just touring and just playing the classics? You know what's so funny is I'm not, so far as I know, no, to answer your question. All right. I'm not really concerned about that right now because admittedly I saw this meme and it was so accurate. It was like there are two wolves that live inside you. (laughs) One is scared that the new music released will be bad. The other knows that you've never heard a bad MCR song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's exactly how I feel because you just... Again, you get that high expectation and you're just kind of like, uh, is it going to resonate with me now? I mean, mm. obviously they've changed. I hope they've changed enough. I don't want to hear the same thing. Like, right. I mean, that's what I've always appreciated about this band is they've changed mm-hmm. immensely over the four to arguably like the fifth that didn't really get released albums. Yeah. They all changed. And I wouldn't want to hear like another Black Parade because it's already been made, you yeah. know. So and I mean that album is also perfection. So you can't really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that your favorite one from them? Uh, okay. I'm gonna get you're gonna judge me here. Okay, I really I'm about to turn off your mic. I really, only, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I really only know clip. Just done. <laughs> no, I only really know the singles. I yeah. haven't gone through and like listened to the entire discography. Just I didn't really grow up with them as much. I just think that actually you would really enjoy it. And if I can be specific, I think that you would genuinely, from a guitar standpoint, enjoy their first two albums the best mm. because they were more guitar heavy and um, they weren't as theatrical because I don't think you're as into the theatrical thing. No, um, no. Amanda's tried turning me on to uh, the Panic at the Disco older stuff <gasps> and I just, yeah, oh, it, it all goes, it goes way over my head. Oh, I, I can't so do it. Good. I can't do it. <laughs> I love this trip down memory lane. We're going right now. It's like so good. That's another band that's like, I've always said that like my top five, you know, bands like My Chem is obviously the first one, but like Panic has always been the second. Like, you know, mm. but and they've done really well, too. But anyway, so I plan on going for this tour, like, honest to God, <laughs> going broke, I guess. Yeah, but did you say seven, seven different tour stops yeah, you so wanted to go to? I OK, so I have no reason to want to go to Detroit. I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I unless I, I do have a state that I need to scratch. I need to scratch off Michigan, but I, I won't be going to 
Detroit. <laughs> that ain't going to be it. No, the- Chicago, maybe Riot Fest. My friend uh, Chelsea. Um, I don't think. Uh, I also call her Frank. You know, I do you know heard... why I call her Frank? No, but I've heard you call somebody Frank before. Yeah, you want to know why I call her Frank? You know, tell me. Yeah, it's because the guitarist from uh, My Chem is named Frank, and she loved him when we were fourteen. So you called her the name of the guitarist that she had a crush on. Do you know how thirteen-year-old girls operate? You know, you don't. So I can you assume. can't judge. I, I'm not judging. I'm just yeah. asking so, for clarification. Anyway, That's... so she's going. She's going to try to go to that one. I'm going to definitely going to the TD Garden Boston one. Right. Uh, September fifteenth. I'm going to try to go to the Brooklyn New York one, but that one's going to be harder because it's Brooklyn, and that's at the Barclays Center, which I've never been to. And September seventeenth. So I could maybe take the train into that. Then Philly is September 18th. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wells Fargo. I have a friend that lives there. She's already cleared it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think I can do Atlanta, which is September 20th. Oh, really? Because, because my cousin has the audacity of getting married. <laughs> Can't believe her. My God. <laughs> on that Saturday, and I just don't think, or she's not getting married on that Saturday, but it's like her reception. I just don't think I can like turn around and go from Maryland to Atlanta. Like people wouldn't put it past me, but I, I really thought about the logistics, like sat down and thought about it and was like, I can't do that. So then I thought, but I can do that Tuesday in Newark, New Jersey at the Prudential Center, wow. September 22nd. So how many is that? That's Jersey, Philly, New York, Massachusetts, Chicago, so five. Oh, and then I also mentioned Denver to, to, uh, to, oh, to Kyle? Kyle, but he was like, there's no way I can go. And I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of weird to like. Well, you wouldn't to... just chill with Kyle's parents? <laughs> they wouldn't mind. They love me. Popping, guys. They, they, they live like an hour away from Denver, but they wouldn't mind. Oh, they love right. me. So, okay. So, so maybe not seven, five. Just five. No, five isn't bad, though. Yeah, only only five. Yeah, okay, so here's what I love, right? And I know that we've talked about this. Tool has been one of, like, the longest-running, like, favorite bands of mine. Yeah. Right? When they released Fear Inoculum, and when they were, like, touring around this past summer, I was, like, I looked at the prices, and, like, I, I love this, like, dynamic between me and you, where I was like, I am not paying $300 to see Tool. Are you freaking kidding me? I will never do that. And then today, we're talking about this on Facebook, and you're just like, oh, by the way, Jared, I'm going to five of these tour dates. <laughs> I, I, I literally told Kyle, and he's like... <laughs> As your partner, I'm concerned <laughs> about you financially, and I was like, "Don't worry about it." Wait, so how much are the tickets? Like, so so let's say you go buy like a single Six, ticket. Any anything from sixty to two hundred dollars. That's actually not too bad. It's not terrible. I yeah. mean, if you're doing sixty, you're probably doing a nosebleed. Um, honestly, I'll take what I can get. Like, <laughs> honest to God, like don't care. Like, I've been such a fan. I've gotten to see them twice before. One time was kind of ruined because, like, I brought along this girl who was my roommate at the time, and she just wasn't into my chem. And I don't know if you've ever been to a concert with someone who's, like, not as into the band as you, but it's almost kind of like, I wish I'd gone alone, you know? I've been there, yeah. So, (laughs) this is bad, but the first thing that comes to mind is um, I took my brother to his first ever concert. 
Oh. And uh, yeah, me and him saw Logic last year. You guys Xfinity. are very different, aren't you? So I'm oh, surprised yeah. that you would agree on an artist. Yeah, so so we are like super different in basically every single way, except like on occasion there's going to be like a band or like an artist that we like both really crossover. get into. Like a crossover. Yeah, kind of. And I was like, hey, dude. So initially what happened, it was the day after we saw 30 Seconds to Mars. And then remember, oh, remember, and how, remember how me and Kyle were talking? I was like, oh, no way. Like, Logic's going to be here tomorrow night. Right. I went home that night. And on the way home, I texted Aiden. And I was like, hey, dude, we're going to go see Logic tomorrow. And he's like, sweet. So we did that. But And I'm like, like when I go to concerts, I sing, I dance. You know, you know the whole nine yards, right? It was his first ever concert, so he f- was kind of like shy about it a little bit. How old is he? Uh, So he's he was 16 at the time. He's 17 Oh, now. okay. So... So he was just kind of like like a wood plank, just kind of standing there. What do I do with my hands? Yeah, and like yeah. the one time he was actually chanting and like like singing along and stuff to one of the songs. To one like of I, the I, I turned o- like I, I like kind of like turned towards him, and he just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> he just stopped. Like like he was midair and he just dropped and like arms by his side. And I felt kind of bad. It's funny. Everybody experiences concerts very differently and different concerts. I I act very different towards I I when I saw Panic at the Disco at TD Garden I was sweating so hard you thought I was Brendan Urie like up there doing a full performance like I had been because I had been I was doing choreography yeah. and the whole thing I was into it but if I go to like you know a band that I'm not as into I'm still gonna get into it semi but don't expect me in the pit dude I'm not going into the I'm not getting punched in the head over this like see that's why I like metal even if you don't like the band you can still mosh though no. right well yeah no because if it's heavy. It's heavy, and you can just you can still just enjoy it, you know. No, yeah. no. See, because I don't have a deep seated love for metal like you do. That's a fair like, point. That's so fair. when I a, a riff could still be like you know juicy, and I'm like, no, leave it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not. No, there's like riffs that just like tenderize my brain, and I am <laughs> I, I am in the pit. In like it could be a local band, and I who I have never heard before, and I'd be like, all right, I, like I'm sold. Let's go. Let's go. Do you start the pit? No. So what I usually do, uh, like if I'm at a show by myself, which granted doesn't happen too often, that's when I hop into the pit. But if I'm with my friends, I'm usually on like the outskirts, making sure that the like like the people in the pit don't just like haymaker my friends. Yeah, that's fair because um, for those that are listening that have never seen Jared, you are six foot uh, six two. You're 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 a big guy. Like I yeah. would not want to initiate any sort of mosh with you. If I didn't know you, I wouldn't want to pu- like push you. Like because I'd be like this dude. <laughs> oh, oh, would but, just... but you know me, so you would push me. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but if you don't know Jared, you would not want to push him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm it, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm actually pretty. Like, I'm a gentle dude. Like, I I don't like even in the even in the pit. Most of the time, like, I, like I still push everybody, but I'm always the guy to kind of like help everybody else back up. Mm-hmm. So like, there's times where like people will be like getting thrown into me if I'm on the outskirts of the pit. They'll just kind of like bounce off. Yeah, you know. And I'd be yeah. like, and I like look behind me to my friends. I'd be like, oh, are you guys okay? And then yeah, such is life. I used to enjoy. Uh, like those types of con- now, if if My Chemical Romance had had an open pit situation, say they were playing at a, a smaller venue like Worcester Palladium, let's just say, sure. and let's just say that you know it was like open standing room, then yes, I'm getting in the fray. We're doing it. We're getting other people sweat on me. I'm gonna like put my germophobia aside for a second and just deal with it and just be completely nasty. But <laughs> but um. 
you know, I remember situations being in like Vans Warped Tour and I'm like, how did I live through that? Like mm. I saw and this was before they got really big neck deep. Oh, <laughs> a neck deep pit. Oh, that's, yeah. That and something. I was in the front and I'm a thicker girl. Like I'm just thicker. I got more muscle on me. I've been told like actually from a medical standpoint, I have more muscles than the <laughs> average girl. So I always get into these situations where I somehow get in the group of girls and they're all like skinny and just yeah like not, toothpick type yeah yeah toothpick mm-hmm. types and then they're getting like in the the front you get the the uh crowd surfers so they're kicking your head and stuff and then i would have to be the one to like <laughs> be the one girl amidst <laughs> all of them and just like lift okay. the people up you know so on the topic of a warp tour pit that is the one time i've had a bad time in a mosh was, was that warped uh warped it was right after I started working here, so 2017, actually. What happened? Uh, so it was Beartooth, and I was with another friend of mine who was working at Big Y with me. Mm-hmm. And we were there, and we're hanging out, and like at the time I was really into Beartooth, so I was singing along and everything. <laughs> and they, and this is just when there was like the big controversy about no crowd surfing and no moshing at Warped, where, which wh- nobody followed that, by the way. Which venue was this at? Xfinity? Yeah, over at Xfinity. Yeah, because I thought that they had implemented that. And um, for me, I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but people were not too happy. You're right, right. Again, like, I'm never the one to initiate the mosh. So for me, like, I'm still, ha- I, like, I'm just vibing, you know? Like, right. I'm still going to have a good time. Sure. But what happened is uh, there was this other guy who essentially recruited me to help, like, help these other girls uh, crowd surf. Mm-hmm. So, like, the entire Beartooth set, and, like, it's a warp Tour set, so it's only, like, 25 minutes, half an hour. Uh-huh. I'm lifting these girls up the entire You're time. You're doing a workout. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, like, working out, and, it, like, it's a 90-degree day, and I'm yeah. dehydrated because uh, it's warp Tour. Uh. And the thing that killed me, and, like, I think it's just because it got hit so hard that, like, my vision went blurry for a hot second, Ooh. is so... in. You know, I mean, crowd surfing, it's its not a perfect science. Mm-hmm. So people get thrown, mm-hmm. right? And so I turn around at one point because the entire time I'm just looking behind me to make sure that I'm not going to get, like, kicked in the back of the head, right? Yeah, right. I know, and there, you're tall, so, like, you're a target. Yeah, I was a target. I got yeah. hit quite a few times. Yeah. But initially, like, what ended Warp Tour for me, and I was pissed because I missed Guar because of this, but I turned around, and there is this girl flying at me. <laughs> and I swear to God, like, it was like butt, face, and I was on the ground. Like, and the girl wasn't, like, she wasn't a big girl, but when you have a human being being launched towards you, like, I just hit the ground, like, on the pavement. Alright, so so you've watched Dragon Ball, right? Yeah. Alright, you know when Yamcha dies and he's in, like, the crater, and he's just, like, doing that pose? Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. And there you was, like, this teenage cr- girl who just, like, crashed onto me. It was painful. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, like, it was a rough time. Yeah. I had gotten kicked in the back of the head recently, and that doesn't happen to me often, because if you're coming down to a five foot three and a half, like, <laughs> uh, it's like, who goes there? Like, <laughs> no, nobody's down here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I got kicked in the back of the head during a real friend set, and I was so mad. Like, <laughs> I just, it was like last year, and I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I mean, I'll still do it. I'll still go into, like, the crowd. I, I find myself always getting drawn to the front somehow. Like, you know, I because yeah. I stick around for the earlier sets, and then it just mm-hmm. kind of happens where you get closer and closer, and then I'm suddenly like, I'm in danger. <laughs> like, I look around, and I'm like... <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'll tell you what, though. The best, I guess, not even really a mosh, 
But the best mosh, quote-unquote, that I've been in was Polyphia last year. What the hell is a Polyphia? Have you never heard... You would, dude, you would love Polyphia. It, first off, sounds dangerous. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so they're actually like... I'm Googling if like dan- if It's like dance music for metalheads. Like, a lot of their stuff isn't super heavy, but they're super like... What? I just spelled it wrong because I don't oh, know yeah, how yeah. to Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's poly, P-O-L-Y, and then P-H-I-A. Uh, I don't actually know. Anyway, go but ahead. But anyway, so it's basically dance music for metalheads. Okay. So everybody is just like doing the wave and like dancing with one another, right? Okay, and I'm then, down. Like, and then there's like only a couple songs with actual like breakdowns or anything like right. that in them. So like kind of goes crazy Aww. during that time. But even then, like everybody is just like, just like vibing. All right. It is such a good time because they, because they do like the lights and all that stuff too. So it's all like pink and blue lights and everybody's just... Having a grand old time. Boy, it was a good time. so um, just looking at, oh, you've probably heard them before. So, like, I'm surprised if I that I haven't shown you them. So, for those that are like me and they don't know Polyphia, um, featured artists such as. So wait a minute, wait a minute. So this isn't a set. Oh, it is a set group of people. It's Timothy Henson, mm-hmm. um, related to. Jim Henson, oh, rest in peace. Yes. No. <laughs> Scott LePage, Clay Gober, and Clay. You got two Clays in your band? What are the odds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is odd. Uh, Ashlam, whatever. I don't know anyway, how to so it, what but... I was noticing though when I just did the quick Wikipedia um, that they had featured these like artists, J- Jason Richardson, who was in Chelsea Grin, Born of Osiris, uh, All Shall Perish, what and a guy. All That Remains. So I was like, wow, that's really someone who's like definitely in the scene. But someone that really caught my eye was Yvette Young who she's from a band called Covet and she is a fantastic mm-hmm. guitarist. Like I actually follow her specifically on Instagram because I just think the riffs she comes up with are so mm-hmm. cool. Like I am drawn to her name immediately when I see it. Oh yeah. It. Yeah, no, so the first so I've seen Polyphia twice now. The first time was at Paradise in mm-hmm. Boston and Covet actually opened for Polyphia. Okay. And it was a damn good time. Yeah. But I had an even better time when I saw them at the Palladium uh, okay. last summer. Yeah. It's a grand old time. So speaking of crowds and just being at a concert or whatever, um, first off, which do you prefer? Do you prefer being in kind of a more intimate setting, like something like the Palladium or even like even more intimate like that, like a like a Hawks and Reed type or like... Or do you prefer like a stadium like TD Garden? Oh, 100% the more intimate setting. Yeah. I love standing room and just like being in the crowd. That is like half the experience for me. Yeah. Like I enjoy going to stadium shows. So like I saw Metallica a couple years back at Gillette. Mm -hmm. And like that's still great because, you know, they're a phenomenal band even to this day, you know? Yeah. But I feel like I lose a lot of like that connection that I get with the other bands when I'm, you know, like third row. Yeah, well, def- uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a band gets to a point like that. And funny enough, My Chemical Romance are co-headlining with Metallica at a certain show. And are Ray- they really? Yeah, guitarist Ray Toro was like kind of stunned because he was like, Metallica? Because he's like an old school metalhead. And mm-hmm. it was just like, yeah, you guys are on that level now. But it gets to a point, sadly, when you play stadiums that you- there is a kind of loss of connection. Mm-hmm. You're more so looking at the spectacle. And obviously... I'm sure that there's going to be like, because when I, I went to the World Wired tour, is that what you're talking about with Metallica? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that in BBNT Stadium in, uh, which is where the Ravens play in Baltimore. <laughs> and um, they had like the fire and they had the lights right, and everything. Yeah. And it, uh, and it's no still doubt. a great show. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, I definitely prefer 
a more intimate setting. I like seeing like little ticks and things. And especially I'm sure as a musician, like if you see like someone playing something and you're like, oh, that's like, you know, interesting. Like, mm-hmm. why would they choose to do that or whatever? You know, <laughs> um, what is the craziest crowd you've ever been in? Oh, that's a tough one. I know mine off the bat. All right, yeah, you go and I'll you think. You will never believe it, though, if I tell you this band. Do you remember Cartel? Um, what? Like, I Wait, was... Wait, was the crowd just, like, that really was into the it? the craziest crowd I'd ever been in, and I was like... And the crowd was so bad that I was so squished that... I mean, first off, I'm drenched in other people's sweat. That's a given. Yeah. But I also couldn't move like physically couldn't move my hands up above my body like that's how sardined i was yeah for cartel <laughs> like it was just, it was the i was i left that crowd and was like never again it gets to be too much when you are in those intimate settings having people like be up in your grill like i've had some really gross encounters like where people have like <laughs> wipe their sweat and a glob of it oh, has yeah. hit my yep. face and been I there. have literally left my body like I've been so grossed out um, and then I had a guy try to kiss me once at a <laughs> AFI show crazy yeah. that was like a movie moment because he was like really inebriated and like uh, he was um, and I was like maybe 16 at the time and he um, he said, if I bump into you, you should just push me. So I did, because he did. Right. And he came up to me and was, like, going to grab me. And it was, like, a weird movie moment because a security guard, like, came from the depths. <laughs> Shout out to the Norva security at Norfolk, Virginia, because they just came out from the depths and, like, not only grabbed the guy, but full out threw him out. Like, they knew immediately. Damn, really? That, yeah. Yeah, you know, good on that security guy. Yeah, you know, I feel I feel like a lot of security gets bad raps, but they're actually they're usually pretty decent dudes. That's a weird thing to like react though. If someone pushes you like I'm gonna kiss you now. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's well, ugh. you're a pedophile because <laughs> I'm 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love like winter tour was so good. Though. <laughs> oh, damn, that was a good show. Anyway, I have my craziest, craziest yeah yes. craziest crowd story. I it's it's a tie. The first one uh, was actually at Pearl Street in Northampton when Trivium was there a few years ago. Trivium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was still back in high school. So this was probably, I think, 2015. Okay. And what wound up happening, it was just something about this entire crowd because they hadn't been in this area in a while. And now mm-hmm. now they stop by the Palladium usually like once a year now. So it's yeah, not Yeah, I was going to say, they're kind of a regular around here yeah. now, I'm noticing, in Western Mass. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, no, so this was like their first like big return back to mass, basically. It was their first mass show in like five years or something like that. So they finally come back. And Pearl Street, it's kind of a smaller venue, you know? Like if you're downstairs at the Palladium, you have room, but you do not when you're upstairs upstairs at Pearl Street. Mm-hmm. So it was just, they were playing all of the right songs, and the entire crowd was singing every single word. And I still remember uh, Sakara, a local band. Uh, I don't know. They may or may not still be together. I don't think I, they are. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. so Sakara opened for them. And usually my thing is like, okay, they're ending the last song of the like the last song of the set. Dad, let's go beat the traffic. You know. So that's your walking, thing. You 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 leave before the big finale song. Usually, just because I. Okay, this sounds really weird. I have this weird track record of not really liking the finale song. So, like, when me and Aiden went to go see Logic, he right. closed with Every Day. That is, like, my least favorite Logic song that, yeah. that was out. 
So like, it's just a lot of stuff like that that happens. And Trivium was playing one of the newer singles that I just didn't really care for as much. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, Dad, we can like beat the traffic if you want. We start going out, but then I just, you know, like I said, hey, great job to the Sakara guitarist. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, uh, I hear Trivium just go like, oh, by the way, we have one more song left for you guys. And I was like, wait. They're doing an encore. Okay. But wait, there's more. And they did In Waves, which is by by far my favorite Trivium song to Aww. this day. Because it is just a straight, just like head banging and everything like that. So so we were just outside like the main door. So like we weren't out of the venue yet. But you know how like let's take the Palladium, for example, how they have the merch booths and stuff, but you're still in like that main area. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what upstairs at Pearl Street was like. Okay. So I was talking to the guitarist for Sakara, and I was like, Dad, hold on. Because they started just doing the riffs for In Waves, and it's just Matt Heffy just screaming, yeah. basically. And I basically jumped into the circle pit that opened up, and it was like the craziest like four minutes of my life. But in a good way. In a great way. Yours was a good, Yeah, it crazy. was like a brotherly bonding thing for everybody in that pit. It was yeah. wonderful. Aw. And then... Very weird show that I went to upstairs in the Palladium. Uh, Oakley Dokley. It is the Ned Flanders themed. Yes, I've metal seen band. them on like YouTube. Like, yeah. Yeah, so they were opening for Max Sabbath. Oh my gosh. Yep, I did see that <laughs> it was show too. Such like a Mimi show, and it was wonderful. A Mimi. It's Mimi. That's probably the best way I can describe it. Like, oh. you have the like, like the cast of the 90s McDonald's cartoon. Right. So, anyway, catch me chasing my chemical romance around <laughs> like yeah so that's that's gonna be my my goal that's where my money's going in september you won't see me i'm gonna be you know i might go to the boston show because i know that amanda really wants to go so i might get a uh, dragged along for that we'll see okay so all right good luck till next time <laughs>